Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, the podcast, and I'm excited to introduce our guest today. He is a LinkedIn expert who helps business owners leverage LinkedIn to generate leads and grow their business. He's the author of Build a LinkedIn Profile for Business Success and has been using LinkedIn since 2004 by publishing articles and exclusive content about advanced strategies on the platform. So I am very happy to introduce ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Alfon, who helps executive entrepreneurs grow their business with his programs and done for you premium packages. Thank you so much for being a guest with us today. I'm excited to learn about your journey and how you can help experts uh, use LinkedIn. Thank you very much, Phil. I'm very glad to be with you. Um, so I read off this beautiful little intro of yours that I wrote, and it, uh, it tells us a little bit about yourself, but why don't you uh, give us a bit more of a robust intro? With pleasure. So uh, investing in myself became almost uh, as an accident to me. I started using LinkedIn, as you said, in, in two, early 2004, and two years later, I held a sales position, and I needed to beat my quota, and it started very badly. And then one night, I remember LinkedIn showing me the name of the person I needed to reach out to within the organization. And feel back then, this was a huge way to cut my, to slash my sales cycle and to beat my quota and to find more time. And that's the moment I decided to dive into LinkedIn and to see what's under the hood. And then, you know, we start helping friends. Those friends ask you to train their, uh, their staff. And one day you wake up and say, this is what I'm doing. Let's specialize and drop everything else. And this brings me to a conversation with the podcast mogul himself. <laughs> I love it. So you weren't always an entrepreneur by nature, were you? Like, were you throughout your youth, were you starting little side hustles, little businesses here and there? Or were you more typically like a nine to five, an employee? Great. So my, my career uh, started as an employee. I had no entrepreneurial, um, I didn't grow up knowing, you know, selling lemonade when I was far or five or anything like that. Uh, my dad uh, was an entrepreneur, and I think some of the methods and some of his attitudes, um, I found that it sticks with me when I, be when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And once you start it, it becomes easier to, to understand why you're doing it and to, to understand and what you'd like to help people achieve when was the moment like what was the why that you decided yeah this is why i'm going was there a specific why moment that you had or was it just because of circumstance circumstances do play a part in this but i think the greatest one of the greatest benefits i perceive in being an entrepreneur or freelancer is that you're i can fire clients or put it more mildly, I can decide not to work or not to continue to work with someone because I don't like the attitude or, or the way they're, uh, they're conducting themselves professionally. And as an employee, you know, that's usually not the case. If the, if you're hiring, if the manager asks you to do something or if the company requires you to do something, then you don't have a lot of choice other than quitting. And since I only need to work with happy clients, I developed a, a whole method of either referring potential clients to people uh, I know that could help them better or to send them 
prepare some homework before they uh, they reach out again, and and I I know that they would never reach out again. So that's one of the the moment I I, I felt uh, I wasn't comfortable working with someone. I just found a way out to to enable them to work with someone else. I slept better, and no dollar amount can even come close to to your feeling of fulfillment and, and happiness versus the stress and anxiety that could be associated with working with someone you don't like for a long time. I, I love that because I think when we look at it, our, uh, like you said, as an employee, you don't really have that choice. You're stuck working with these individuals, either clients or colleagues, if you will, and you can't do much about it other than quitting. Quitting is the only option you have, and that's that hit that hits the financial <laughs> pockets a lot more and it's not usually an option whereas being a digital business for yourself you can have that option you can you can find that client that you want to work with that's not going to be a headache that allows you to sleep um how long did it take you to figure that out when you did transfer over from the nine to five uh, employee mentality into the uh, freelancer mentality or the entrepreneur mentality? I'd guess probably two to three years. Um, I uh, I remember I listened to the episode you uh, you released with uh, Kyler Miles when he described his uh, the fact that he was uh, fired. In in retrospect, it, uh, retrospect is the best thing that happened to him. But but of course when it when it happens you're full of, of worry and you don't know what uh, what the day brings. I found that an additional uh, benefit of being uh, an entrepreneur is that people who work for the same company for many years hardly develop the networking muscle. Um, one of my major clients is an outplacement firm, and I happen to meet people, very talented people, sharp, technical, but they've been with the same company, same corporate for 10, 15 years, and they hardly know the external world and they pay a high price. And as a digital entrepreneur, you need to act, you need to be agile, you need, you need to act fast. It's not always easy, but it makes you stronger. And it, in the, the, the beginning is usually the hardest part to, to cope with. Yeah. Um, how did you come up? How did you develop that networking skill? Like, was it just finding your clients and the clients connecting you with referrals and that's how you build your network or what did you do to build you build that networking skill i love the question i think networking is probably the single most important skill i learned or i have as a person it's way more important than than linkedin okay 90 percent of my revenues can be attributed to linkedin but basically if you only use the tool and you don't understand the importance of building rapport with people then your, your, your achievement will be limited by the tool itself. And networking is way, way, way more important than the tool. I think that's one of the things I picked again from, from my late dad, because I saw that the, the way he was helping people that would not do business with him. He was in real estate and you know, 70 or 80% of people will not sign, will not see uh, the, the condo or the, um, the apartment that he showed them, but they would return sometimes years later Eight years later, you saying, you know what? I remember the last time you helped me, and now I'm ready. Or now, now I'd like this person to uh, to meet you. So it's a very long-term strategy, and you never know if something good will happen. But you sleep better, and eventually, karma has a way for rewarding you um, in the long run. I love that. I love how 
you're lo- not looking at the short term. It's it's a long term game. And I think a lot of people have forgotten that that life is very long. Like we have if if someone's born in the 80s, the 90s, they're looking at at least until 100 years old. Like that that is becoming a more common term. So you have to look at your life in those longer terms instead of saying, "Okay, but if he doesn't pay me today, he's not the client is not useful. No, the client, like you said, your dad, your, you saw it with your dad. Eight years later, they would come back and be like, I'm ready to sign an apartment with you or I'm here to refer you business. And it's a long term game, but by uh, keeping that, the value alive, by always providing value. You're absolutely right. And investing in yourself is uh, does not contradict the the way you help your clients or, or, or you serve other people. It's just a way for you to help them or to serve them better. And investing yourself should also include a, a time that you would do something that are good for you, whether to reskill or find uh, or learn new technologies or new uh, or new skills. Because the, our world is changing, and digital entrepreneurs launching their business in 2023 will find that you know in two to four years, who knows the sort of challenges they'll they'll have. We can speculate about that and about ChatGPT forever, but we don't know. <laughs> I love ChatGPT um, and the world of AI and what it's bringing because it is creating, it's lessening the barrier of entry for people going into the world of digital entrepreneurship. It is, uh, and I recently read this for, uh, with copywriters because copy Mm -hmm. copy is very important, especially with LinkedIn because you have to get that, uh, the wordage right and all that. The person who, who was talking, this is someone who's been in copywriting for, for decades. They said, uh, uh, chat gpt is a junior copywriter if you put and it's true and if you look at it it's a junior in everything because it all depends on the inputs you put so someone who is a master like yourself can put in the prompts necessary to get at least a, a a basic article that then you can go in and take to the next level wow that's thank you very much you're very kind and it's it's fascinating because uh, um in the the moment uh, the barrier is lowered uh, makes us need to perform better mm-hmm. again in another episode you uh, uh was listening to a discussion you had you held with henning schultz and and you asked him about the the equipment that he used in the beginning so it was you know clumsy uh, physical cameras and, every, and now everyone with a with a cell phone basically could be a producer or uh, or a, a videog- videographer and that means you need to sharpen your tools because if everyone thinks they can do it, then you need to help people in another way, in a new way. But I'll quote you, when you find a good a good tool, it's forever. And networking for me is the best. Love it. Yeah, and networking is like, I, I can't stress enough how important networking is because once you have a network, you refer someone like like you said if you there's a client that you don't want to work with because you know they're not going to be the ideal client for you you have a network of people that can actually help them so you're helping your friends your colleagues your network and you're creating a network that is now more valuable for that individual because they know hey if i help this this person already helped me they didn't even they didn't even i didn't even have to ask and they already helped me which i think is monumental it's monumental having being that person that helps grow your network, that creates the network that everybody can can become better at. Now, talking on creating a network, how would you suggest someone deciding to go from the world of nine to five 
into the world mm -hmm. of digital entrepreneurship, maybe stopping in freelance freelancer world, because most of us do that before we go into the full uh, entrepreneur world. What tip would you have for them to use LinkedIn specifically to start the process? Excellent. So the uh, uh, low hanging fruit would be to understand that they're, they may be living the nine to five job and they, they may change the, uh, the employer or the, the badge, but their network again can continue with them. And, and who, could, who could be a better uh, uh, referral or someone that could uh, help you grow your business than, than colleagues? You may have worked with someone in, in, in show communication maybe five years ago, and they remember you as X. But if they had a good relationship with you back then, then it's important as a new digital entrepreneur to let your network know that you're transitioning or you're pivoting into offering something else. Because these are the people that could say, you know what? I have no idea what that means, but you need to speak to Phil. I heard you, you wanted to, grow, to, to launch a podcast. I hardly listen to podcasts, but Phil is the good person to speak with. And those, the way they describe you as a person is way more important than the cold, hard services we may offer. Because if I come as a referral, I'm a warm lead. I'm less price sensitive. And I probably will be able to send new clients your way if I'm happy with the results. So referrals is, is the best way I found to, to bring referrals and to onboard new clients. I love it. No, that is, uh, that is a, a great piece of advice because your, your current network is where you're going to get your business. And it's, it says that uh, I know uh, my father worked in insurance and he, he says the first thing you do is you go to your friends and family to see if they need insurance because that's, the go-to go to your network and your network should be able to help you at least either refer you business or actually give you business and it, so yeah using your current network to help help them grow and get those case studies but also potential clients is a it's a great piece of advice perhaps the, the second question i would ask is whether if you had to pick one phil in three years time would you like to be the most connected or the best connected on linkedin the best connected Cool. So the, the, um, the significance of that is that instead of just drawing your network, you need to stick to people you know well. So if I look at your profile on LinkedIn and I see that we share one mutual connection, Sarah St. John, if you look at her and, and you have no idea who Sarah is, we're not able to get a referral from her. But if you can tell me, of course, I work with Sarah, she has the Frugalpreneur uh, uh, show and it would be a good connection then, when I ask her to introduce us, she will have a better chance of helping us start a meaningful conversation. And it's very tempting to try and be both, to try and aim for quality and to try and aim for quantity. The hard truth digital entrepreneurs need to understand is that on LinkedIn, they're mutually exclusive. You can't. You need to pick one. If you want to grow your network and you want to go to 30K, You'll have a lot of exposure. That's fine for some people. That's fine for some services. If you're in a trust-based business, then 300 people you know well can bring you referrals for a decade. Just pick one. And then the, the, the secret is really running an advanced search and see who your ideal prospect would be and leave LinkedIn, reach out to that mutual connection, ask how they've been and ask whether they are able or will, do they feel comfortable making that introduction. You don't have to work hard. You just, you just have to work smartly. It's, it's a world of working smarter, not harder uh, that we're moving into. And I love it. Um, I would love to know in your journey so far, 
has there been a moment that either certified or cemented the idea of why you started becoming a digital entrepreneur? Or do you have a story, a memory that as a digital entrepreneur, a success that one of your clients had or one of the people that you've helped had that just cements, yeah, this is why I do, why I help people. Um, one of the best recollections I have is people are reaching out, you know, years after uh, we've uh, spoken or, or we've met and, and saying that some of the things we've done resonated with them and helped them in their journey. And it's always a pleasant surprise to uh, to hear that you, you don't you don't often know in real time. Um, and on a personal level, I think when my business was uh, hit uh, at one time, I looked again at my at the why, and I decided I want to become a digital entrepreneur, not because um, the market is difficult for employees, but because it gives us more flexibility and more freedom and i was willing to pay the price there is a price there is a price but i think it's worth it i want to i want to touch on that because i don't think enough digital entrepreneurs talk about the price it, it and the toll it takes to go into this world yes there's a big upside like we have that freedom we can fire customers we can choose who we work with we can choose when we work the hours and we all do that but let's talk about the price, like the stress that comes with it. Especially if you transition from a nine to five uh, corporate uh, world to, to becoming a freelancer, like you said, or, or mm -hmm. a digital entrepreneur, then sometimes the first thing to look at is your family. If you're if you in, in, in a relationship, then it's nice that you as, as a person, you want to become an entrepreneur, but your wife or your fiance or the person you're living with they need to understand that it's going to be a bumpy ride, but you're going to get through this together. And the uncertainty is something that as digital entrepreneurs, we grow accustomed to and we learn how to, um, to deal with it and what, to, uh, what can be done in um, weaker times when we have some, some, you know, sometimes feasts and sometimes famines, but we're not alone in our family. And it's, it's worth having... Um, a discussion before the crisis happens about your long-term strategy. And I found that if you if you have that discussion before the crisis happens, before the conditions are, are difficult, before the uh, discussion is emotional, it gives you more strength as a couple and it gives you a lot more cert certainty as a business owner because you know that you don't have to watch your back and you can focus on building your business and helping people and and the person you're living with understands the upside and the downside and they're with you all the way. I love that. I love that. That's a great piece of advice, but also something like, like the price to pay. Like you have to have that uh, a support structure in place for you. Yeah. Some people can do it alone, but if you're living with a partner, if you have that person who's with you, that you're committed, that a lot of entrepreneurs have, they need to be behind your goal as well. They have to be supporting you because there will be those days or months where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to make ends meet or you're going to, or you're overstressed because you accidentally decided to take on a client because you were needing the funds and it doesn't meet your ideal and they're stressing you out. And it's, you need to have that person who's able to, or at least someone or something that can help you de-stress. Sort of sometimes even um, thinking about the worst, the worst term, uh, the worst case scenario in many, like you said, uh, what we invest may be our time, 
but if we don't have you know a logistic a warehouse or other employees and we start basically just um, um, betting our time then we could decide that we're doing this for x time you know maybe two years maybe six months each based on on their uh, criteria and if that doesn't work then we will be able to discuss something else just to show you know the the, the next step and and instead of of um, you know imagining that we're going to lose the house and the kids will have no education then you can limit it and, and show the and and basically hedge your uh, your journey and immediately after you do that you build your business and you you make sure you never have to use that insurance policy to, um you mentioned advice. Daniel, we are coming near the end and I hate it because I'm having a great time talking <laughs> with you. I'm enjoying talking with you, but we do need to jump to the spark question of the th uh, of the show. Yes, that's Spark by Seek Discomfort, an amazing uh, YouTube channel that you guys should follow. And if you're looking to broaden your, your horizons, um, the question today, and I think this is probably going to be great for uh, you, is if you could recommend a daily practice that I had to do for the next year, what it would be, what would it be and why? So not necessarily for me, but maybe for my audience, a daily practice that my audience can do in regards to maybe LinkedIn. Well, um, Mr. President, LinkedIn will not be the answer. I'm, I'll revert to okay. networking. Networking. So what I would ask is this, who can use the information I'll learn today? Meaning that when you wake up, you're going to read a lot of newsletter, you're going to watch a number of videos, you may you may take a course and, and just ask yourself, who do I know that could that this information could be beneficial to? You don't need to scout information, but you just have to remember that if someone you know could use that information, then this is one of the best ways for you to fill within really 40 seconds to shoot them a quick message with a link or the name of something and that enables you to keep in touch with them when you don't need anything from them. And not just, nobody loves it when you only remember them when you need them. And, and if you can do that, the moment you, you do need the, their help, you feel a lot more comfortable asking for it and more business will come your way because you've uh, associated yourself with helping them. So the next time they're going to ask someone, okay, so perhaps a podcast would be a good solution for you. And then they would recommend that person to speak with you. They would go even farther because they remember their shorter memory will be stronger with you as someone who can lead with value. Who can this information help? I love sure. that. That No, it's great. It's, it's, it's amazing advice and uh, something that I didn't think of, but like looking back, I have done that, but it was wasn't something regularly I would do. Um, but now I will every time I read something, every time I look at something, I will go who can this information, what this information, who can it help? Because I think it is something that we need to do just to share because, like you said, it will build those bonds that can create the referral business that we need. And that so Daniel, thank you so much for that amazing tip, that spark that just created a great conversation and a tip. So I'm going to jump off the screen here. I want you to let my audience know where they can find you, how they can support you, and anything else you'd like to let them know. So the floor, sir, is yours. Thank you very much. Uh, the best uh, way to go is danielalphon.com. 
And the second thing I would like to uh, recommend is to invest in yourself. Oh, okay. That was quick and easy, <laughs> Daniel. Um, I'm used to a little bit longer, but okay. Um, <laughs> audience, uh, first off, I want to thank Daniel uh, for being a guest on the show and sharing not only that amazing tip, but also how to build your network. Think about the quality of your network versus the uh, quantity of your network. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your expertise, sir. Thank you very much, Fia. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. Um, to my audience, um, the, 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 the links will be in the show notes to connect with uh, Daniel. Of course, his website will be the top link. Make sure you go check him out. He has his book. I'm looking forward to, or <clears throat> pardon me, reading it. We didn't even talk about your book. Um, I, I mentioned it in, at the beginning, but yes, your book is something that I'm looking forward to reading. I, I love that. I'm also going to look at it as who can benefit from that uh, this knowledge and, and share it with someone because hey, if I take in information, I need to be able to share it. And I suggest you guys take that into practice as well and see how that can help you this year. Um, Daniel, thank you again. To my audience, remember to always, always invest in yourself. Thank you.